Hey, Elmer Guardado. Hey, Andrew Street. Oh my, did I say Elmer and not Cassidy? Oh, I'm sorry. Here, Cass, you can take the you can take the the call out. Hey, guys, it's me, Cassidy. Oh my God, do you hear that thick Portland accent? Yeah, I'm Cassidy. I, Cassidy. I'm married. Look at me. I, look at my. I look at all my income. I just got a raise. Legal marijuana and measles. Wait, what's your favorite uh, basketball team? Favorite basketball team is the Santa Clarita Giants. Oh, my favorite is the the North Carolina Timberwolves. Oh, I love the Portland Timberwolves. Oh, I thought those were the same thing. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you couldn't tell, you're listening to Gone Kid, a Gone Gold production. (laughs) I'm your host, Andrew Street. It must be episode 50 because we're missing half the crew here. It's going to be one of those episodes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's gonna, we got a special episode in store for you. If you didn't hear me there, I'm your host for Gone Gold, Andrew Street. We've got the illustrious Elmer Guardado. I am so god darn thrilled to be here. Thank you, Andrew, for having me on your show. It's a joint and honor. And now the man who needs no introduction, but he's getting one anyway. If I could stuff him full of... Whatever it is they stuff bean bags full of, <laughs> I'd stuff him full of that and make him a bean bag in my house. His name is Robert Mecky. Oh, I'm already recycled material. Hello. Man, you actually got to sit in the legendary red bean bag. Yeah, you better fucking bring that with you. Now, I was thinking about this. Please. On my flight home. Um, now, are you... F- what? Where is that bean bag from? I don't know. Uh, I, I me- bought it off Amazon. Okay. Okay, now some for some quick context. I was recently in Elmer Guardado's apartment. Yes, you were. And I sat in a beanbag chair in his living room. It's behind me once... right now. It, it's normally in my bedroom. Uh, I didn't right. realize you wanted the full history of it. Yeah, it was formerly owned by one Robert. And now I want to know, are you guys familiar with these expensive beanbags they sell at the mall? You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, no, because honestly, I haven't been to the mall in quite a while. Uh, Yogi Bo. You're not familiar with this? Yogi Bo? Yogi Bo. Okay, so Yogi Bo is, uh, now picture the Apple Store, right? Okay. Okay. Now, the Apple Store for beanbag (laughs) seats. And so now they sell Yogi Bo's. It's like a little store and it's got carpet everywhere. And they sell like bean, high end bean bags. Holy shit, these are expensive. Yeah, they are. Oh fuck, shockingly uh, comfortable. I thought you were gonna tell me it was one of those little like stands in the middle of the mall. Cause I can't imagine. I mean, mall. I guess. Yeah, that's is that's where what I was expecting too. Fucking bad stores go to die, basically. But those little fucking stands in the middle. Have you guys ever bought anything and not been like that was dumb? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want like a, uh, I feel like you don't want eight sunglasses for $6. You don't want a light up, light up a glass block on a pedestal with a picture of like the empire state building in it or a picture of your mom engraved in it. No, you know, <laughs> there's actually uh we should have gone to the fucking Columbia mall because they have a little stand right now where they just sell little, cr- not, not crabs. What are they? The. The ones little, they sound like the little turtle boxes. You know what I'm talking about? Like hermit crabs? Hermit crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I like they turtle sell hermit boxes. This is a better phrase. 
No, no, no. But I said they sell them in those little turtle boxes. You know what I mean? Okay. Those little plastic oh. with the with the pebbles. You guys are landlocked, though. Like I understand selling hermit crabs by the seashore. That's actually a great assessment because how do those hermit crabs in bulk get Dude, to are, the most landlocked place in America? Besides, those things are hardy. But like how? Via semi truck. I guess. Do you imagine right? a semi truck breaking down on the high, like someone <laughs> fucking rams into an eighteen wheeler, just spills hermit crabs Dude, they all ship, over the highway? It would destroy the ecosystem. They ship fucking bees in semi trucks, and I've seen a semi truck full of bees crash before, and it's in- horrifying. That's oh. like apocalyptic. Send me that video. That sounds awesome. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I do wish we could see more. Yeah, this show's about video games. Yeah, it is. Sometimes. So only sometimes. Um, yeah, back to my Yogi Bow. I don't know how these stores stay in business in the mall. They sell these high-end beanbag chairs, and they're expensive as fuck. Because all they have to do is sell one, and they're set for the year. Like, if I wanted to buy an indoor beanbag, as they call it on their their site, the Yogi <laughs> Bow, like the normal beanbag, the Yogi, what they call the Yogi Bow Pod X... Oh, yeah. Uh, that's $189. Wow. Yikes. I mean, before I inherited the red robber beanbag, <laughs> I uh, I was looking, and I remember just generally, beanbag's pretty expensive. Um, unless you're going, you know, the... Because, the, again, this is a good beanbag. But if you look on this, you look at this beanbag's, like, Amazon page, it has horrible reviews, and most of the reviews are, like, pictures of, like, oh, all the shit spilled out on the floor. So, I mean, I guess you shouldn't trust those animals reviewing shit. But I don't know where I was going with this. Don't talk bad about the beanbag. No, 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 no. I'm saying I love this beanbag. But when you look at those Amazon beanbags, you're like, uh, oh, am I gambling, you know? This one was yeah. easy because I had I had sat in it. So all I had to do was say, yes, I will take it. Yeah, you, you slept in that. I've slept in that so many times. I've slept in that now as an adult with a bed next to it. Like it's the best. I've just fallen asleep on that beanbag so many times. I'll, I'll post pictures One, of this beanbag, everybody, so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. We a fucking we a beanbag podcast now. <laughs> we should just the one thing, Yogi Bows. <laughs> so now, one thing before before we get off the topic of Yogi Bows is Yogi Bow has a mascot. His name is Huggy Bow. Uh, and he's like a green bean looking thing. Uh, but he's got like a Pete Wentz early Fallout <laughs> Boy haircut. Oh, so oh, it's got like Lord. spiky bangs to the side. I mean, I bet that doesn't look that crazy when it's next to a fucking Spencer's gift and a hot topic. You know, like it, it, it probably does good for them, all things considered. Yeah, it's $149, though. I mean, dude, the haircut's expensive. Dude, that's, a, that's only 50 bucks more than the beanbag Elmer currently has. What are you going to do? Oh, that beanbag was $100? Oh, yeah. That's like the minimum you're getting for a beanbag, bro. Yeah. A good beanbag. Yeah, you're not talking like yeah. beanbag research. Target beanbags. No, because those are like for children. This yeah. is a full-grown man's beanbag. It's it's filled with like memory foam cubes, too. Like, it'll form to your butt when you sit in it. Oh, it's great. I'm looking at the... You know what? Yogi Bo Launcher. Lounger. Uh, it has a, a person playing a, a video game in it, but the controller is not on. 
<laughs> so, speaking of video games, ladies and gentlemen, we play those. Or we used to, at least. I feel like we haven't played anything because we've all been together, if you didn't know. Yeah. We're all in Missouri. We've all been playing the game of life. We all played Smash Bros. against Sam Kingma, Judge, Jury, and Executioner, famed Judge, Jury, and Executioner, yeah. Sam Kingma. Um, notoriously bad at Smash Bros., Sam Kingma. Yeah, you really did not show up. <laughs> I-, I couldn't believe it. I don't know what was going on, but I watched Sam Mosier bend him over a Missouri fucking <laughs> railroad in Smash Bros., <laughs> which I think is a bit surprising. I would have expected, you know, more out of Sam, but... You know, he had a good showing. He definitely beat me and some of the the rest of the crew, but Sam Mosier really fucked his life up, and that was surprising. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. shameful. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing Box Boy and Box Girl. Which one do you like more? Uh, you mean between Box Boy and Box Girl? Yeah. Uh, Box Girl's cuter. She has a bow on. Is she uh, there's also, like, I mean, as far as, like, two-dimensional squares go, I mean, she's got four thick sides. Hell, yeah. Hot. All equal, though. All those sides are equal. Perfectly. Ah, uh, fucking dummy thick. Um, how would you describe a square? You can't... I was going to say rhombastic. <laughs> it's not a rhombus. Um, yeah, what's the... Because they're spherical, but obviously that's a different shape. What's that for squares? I guess spherical and cubicle, but Cub- she's 2D. Oh. So bad game. Circular squ- square... Look her. Dude, she's she's just fucking rheumatoid. Uh, so, are you guys familiar with Box Boy? You ever play the Box Boy games? Familiar, nope. but never played them. Uh, they're incredible. They're really great, like, really simple, but get progressively more complex, like, little puzzle platformer games. Uh, they're not, like, typically that difficult, but they're just fun little easy things to pick up. They were great on the 3DS. Uh, and this new one is on Switch, and this one has co-op play. You can play it solo, but it also has co-op. Um, and the thing that's fun is that you play as the little boxes, and Box Boy has a family. And like, is it I with don't know Box him... Girl? I'm so I'm I'm not sure if Box Girl is his spouse or his girlfriend or what their relationship is. It's implied, I think. She's a side chick. Could, well, I don't know. Like, there's Box daughter? children. No, because there's box children. They're they're tinier, and they follow them around, and they wear, like, little... They've got, like, those little cheek marks, like, they're blushing, like little kids have when they're babies. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure you still have those, Andrew. <laughs> um, Everybody knows those baby marks. Uh, what's cool is, like, when you play through the game, you get this currency for, like... Because, so, basically, as Box Boy, you can create other boxes, and you have to use those boxes to navigate the level. And if you do, if you beat the level and do it in under a certain amount of box uses, and then also collect the the crown found in each level, you get more points. And those points can be traded in to customize your box family. So it's like golf. It's it's somewhat like golf, yes. It's exactly like golf. Um, but in with the currency, you can buy cute little outfits. Like I put my box boy in like a little fez. And I made him look dirty. <laughs> and you can, like, put him in a mummy outfit. And then also, I right now, I put on, like, those comic glasses with the nose and the mustache. Aw. I put that on my box boy, and it's cute. I got, I got, a, I got a gamer's question. Mm-hmm. 
Now, a fez. Is it particular to a kind of culture? I'm not sure, actually. Because it's the first a, time... I thought it was... A, it's Arabian, isn't it? That kind of sounds right. I think, like, I'm pretty sure this isn't a, an, an insensitive say, st- statement, but I'm pretty sure they're in Aladdin. Right? Yeah. I think they're in Aladdin. I'm they pretty are. sure Aladdin might even be wearing one. Isn't he famous for wearing the fez? Well, uh, see, I know fez from the hit game Fez. Yeah. Yes. Phil Fish. Phil yeah, Fish. Phil... Star of fam- indie game The Movie. Famous Arabian. Famous Arabian. Uh, so it says here... That the Fez is named after the city of its origin, the Moroccan city Fez, the capital of uh, Morocco. Morocco, yeah. The kingdom of Morocco in 1927. Hmm. Okay. I'll take it. I mean, because it's kind of like the sombrero, I guess, right? Like, it's not insensitive if you fucking have a fucking sombrero on. It's just like a fucking hat. Right? No, dude, that's, it's cultural appropriation. I allow it, though, in general. I think it's everyone's personal choice. I'm not offended by it. I hate when other people wear kimonos, so I guess that's just a personal thing. Man, I can't wait to buy a kimono. I wonder if I'd look good in one. I'm going to stab you both with my katana. You know who would look good in a kimono is Box Boy. (laughs) (laughs) What a little box... So is is each level just a puzzle, and that that's the you're just going through all these puzzle levels? Uh, each level is like a almost. It's like a very simplistic like design where you mo- you are moving left to right or up or down, and you have to like like you'll come to a gap, and then in that gap, you'll. Uh, like have to decide how mu- how you're going to use boxes to get across that gap. And you can like place like and each level you'll have a limit of boxes. Like it might say like this limit or this level you have uh six boxes. Okay. Uh to to like get across and you can't use more than six. And you could put them in like any shape you want and you could throw them and basically you have to get across gaps and across obstacles and that kind of thing. So this game old game right but is the box girl part of it what's new on the switch or is it just new that it's coming that it came to the switch no these this is uh a new game oh completely new like box boy this is first appearance no i mean this is a sequel there's all right so there's box boy okay which is the first game on on 3ds then there's box box boy Ooh, i like that title then there is the third and what many presume to be the final entry, Bye Bye Box Boy. Oh, damn. What a – I'm a sucker for good titles like that, man. That's respect. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and then this one is new, and it's Box Boy plus Box Girl uh, because it has a co-op element. You can play the game in co-op. Can you split those Joy-Cons up and let's go? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Have you played a co-op yet? I have not. Okay, no friends. Um but it's made by HAL Laboratories. Oh, okay. I feel like I did know that. Wow, okay. That's and it's only 9 bucks. Good for this game, I guess, that it's coming out of the 3DS. Like, I'm sure it did good, but, like, that's probably why. Or not good. I'm sure it did well. But um, I'm sure much more people are getting to it on Switch, so that's fucking awesome. Is HAL owned by Nintendo? No. Okay. The only other thing yeah. I know them for is Smash Bros. And Kirby. Oh, well, that too. 
Um, there was something... Oh, you know what I was going to bring up to you guys? This is unrelated to any games I've played. But I want to see if you're familiar with this. And uh, this is especially relevant because Elmer Guardado is a big fan of baseball. And so on the 3DS, there is a game called Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? Um, not. And, you know, we were just talking about great names for games. This this is not one of them. Now, this was... A, a, Nintendo was trying to get experimental in late 2013, 2014. And on the 3DS. And so what they did was release this game called Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. It's a download-only game. And it's sort of like a collection of mini-games and, like, baseball-themed things you can do. Um... And you can haggle. It's a free-to-play game. Like, you can boot, buy it or download the game and play it. But then, like, if you want to buy... Like, there's multiple games within the game. And, like, Rusty is the owner of this store that houses the games. And if you want to buy the games, you click on the game. And then he'll be like, this game is $4. And then you can haggle with him. What? For real money. Like, this game, Nintendo Publish, you could be like, I don't want to play it, pay $4, and he'll be like, okay, how about $3.50? Can you just keep doing it? No, I think it stops you at some point. Okay. Um, but, but you could other... totally overpay this just by not knowing that feature. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, like, when you, he'll be like, and he's kind of sleazy. Yeah, so let me tell you. Sad. I'm I'm looking at, uh... I don't want to call it gameplay because it's a YouTube video. This is published on the Nintendo channel, but it's not just capture of the 3DS game. Like the video, the 1080 720 video is the top half of a DS, the top screen. Like you can see little speakers, the camera at the top and the fucking hinge at the bottom. And then it has the game in the middle, which I guess is for dumb kids. Uh, just to let them know that it's on 3DS. But this dog looks like if Jesse Pinkman in season two of the Breaking Bad show, I was going to say The Walking Dead, uh, <laughs> uh, was a dog. Or if Garfield was a dog that did meth. Like, you guys, you guys got to fucking find this dog online. Holy shit. Now, let me tell you what the... Uh, best part of all of this is is that Rusty in, in addition to negotiating with Rusty on the price of this game this real game you can buy from Nintendo and give Nintendo money and haggle with them uh, Rusty will try and convince you that <laughs> the price he's selling it to you like the full price is the, the zero margin price he's not making any money for this <laughs> he like guilt trips you into spending more and then, like, he's like, yeah, there's no profit in this for me at this price. I'm giving you a sick deal. And then, like, you fucking haggle with him and he drops the price. But also, there's this weird overarching story to Rusty's real deal baseball that Rusty is divorced. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now Rusty straight up on multiple lines of dialogue talks about his divorce. In one line, he says... I, and this is in the store when you're trying to buy one of the games. He says, quote, I didn't want to believe, 
but it's true. My wife and I are separated. <laughs> um, look, that checks out from the visuals I'm getting. So, from what I understand, Rusty is the store owner, and he's selling, like, mini-games. And the mini-games look to be, like, you know, a little batting cage, a little home run derby, a little game where you're, you know, moving left and right and catching grounders. Um, but... I I mean, you started by saying this is when Nintendo was getting experimental. So this is like a Nintendo first-party fucking project? Yes. That is actually nuts. I guess the Miis are in this. You play as your me. It tied heavily into Street Pass. Mm. Man, but that is so brave and un-Nintendo-like. Uh, so... Rusty tells a lot of, like, genuine stories... Like, about how... And, and this is in flashbacks. Like, it, he'll talk to you while you're in the store, like, when you're not playing games and you're trying to buy something. And he'll, like... it'll He'll be like, yeah, you know, my wife is gone. And then it'll cut to a flashback that's, like, hand-drawn. And he's like, one time I walked into the kitchen and my kids were trying to cook breakfast for me. And they, like, burned the house. Like, the house. And, like... <laughs> He was like, and they were so they were so sad about that, and I didn't know what to do because my wife wasn't around to teach them how to cook. What? So the wife yeah. left the kids too. That's fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, she's gone. And so there's one flashback where he's talking about this big video game company that's nearby called Nintendo, <laughs> and he goes, "No, just so you know, it's not Nintendo. I'm pretty sure." Nintendo fixed my leaky sink last year. <laughs> and then he goes, they sent those guys with the mustaches, Romeo uh. and Squeegee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first of all, this is a great, great contribution to the show. I know this is unsustainable, but if you could have one weird 3DS download only game to talk about every episode, I'd be the happiest boy on the planet. What sparked this? Where the fuck is this coming from? So somebody... I forgot all about this game. And honestly, as soon as we... I haven't done it yet, but as soon as we get off this show, I'm going to boot up uh, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Um, and I've, I forget who it was, but somebody tweeted about it or retweeted someone, and it was like a picture of Rusty doing the T-pose. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I fucking forgot about this game. God, dude, when the fuck are they gonna put Rusty in Smash? Dude, for all I know, Rusty is in fucking Smash, and he's, you don't notice him because his fucking wife is gone. <laughs> he's just but dude, I'm in telling you, it tell it starts off like subtle. Like I'm looking at another screenshot here, and he he just says, "quote And it's been a real struggle ever since the wife, and he put this in quotation marks himself, <laughs> took a break." Oh my god! <laughs> like what? And, like, this Nintendo published this. And also, like, it's crazy that Nintendo released a game where you can haggle with them directly on the price of the game. And every minigame and, offers you a demo of it, too. Yeah. So it gives you the taste. But, like, the fact that you can haggle isn't even the craziest part of the game because the main protagonist in the game is really fucking hurting from his recent <laughs> divorce. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, I need. I think I might need to play this. Yeah, I think tonight I'm gonna download it and, and get back to it. Are the servers oh, and, still live? 
I'm sure that I think it's still up. Um, also, I'm I'm now looking at a clip, and this is the last thing before we I'll, I'll end this segment. Uh, but if you sit at the the home screen of Rusty's Real Deal Baseball a lot, you're like outside the store, and you can see Rusty in the store weeping <laughs> to himself. Oh God! Oh, fuck! This is a very American project too, you know. Like it sounds like American uh, sense of humor, baseball, dogs. I guess I got dogs everywhere, but this is this is just wow. This is one of the best untold Nintendo stories of all time, and you have to make a documentary out of this. I need I need to know more. Yeah, I think maybe that's my shtick. Maybe I now go and make the uh, what's uh, what's his name show? Danny the, Dwyer's no clip. No clip. I'm gonna make the no clip. Rusty's real deal. Baseball. Please. No clip, but for bad games. I mean, like, you know, what, who am I to say? I don't. We don't know if this is bad yet. Yeah, let's reserve judgment on Rusty's real deal. Baseball. Yeah, I mean, I, I already give it a wife. ten out of ten. If I'm being honest. I think that they released this in their like. I'm telling you, they were getting experimental in the 3ds eShop and just fucking throwing shit there. Like that's when they released Badge Arcade. Oh, I remember that. Like I, I spent, I spent real money in there. You're about to spend real money in Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yeah, you fuck, fuck yeah, I am. Somebody at Nintendo is gonna get the fucking notification that, like, in the first, the first, for the first time in years, somebody actually paid money to Rusty. You have to think Rusty's Real Deal Baseball has single-digit downloads. Yeah, uh, no, in 2019. It can't be that bad. Oh, in 2019, yeah. I'm sure it sold well in the beginning. They put a decent push about in that game. And like I said, it got the buzz because it came out with that badge arcade. Which was a brilliant idea. Man, I wish fucking, there was a street pass. I wish there was a street pass for the Switch. Yeah, honestly, I, <clears throat> I liked Street Pass a lot. It was so fun. Um Yeah, and it has like those cute mini games and the games, like Nintendo first party games incorporated it in a cool way. Like if you uh walked past somebody with three DS who had played Animal Crossing and had Street Pass on, you, it would like add their house to like a house collection that you could go visit in New Leaf. That's fucking hot. And it would like tell you who that person was and their location and stuff. It was fun. Honestly, I, I wish the Switch had shit like that. And I wish it had like a Miiverse. Like I liked Miiverse a lot. Yeah, Miiverse was super cool. I think the best we have now are all the fucking drawings you can get in a Splatoon 2. Oh, I love those. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah, we need more of that shit in general. Yeah, I love it because like there's so many talented drawings and so many like inside memes that appear in the Splatoon ones, and then like and they because you can vote on them. Yeah, and so um, they'll start showing up on billboards. Yeah, but it's always amazing because then like every once in a while you get like a shoddily drawn "My wife left me" yep. on the fucking billboard. Like my parents are fighting. I just <laughs> yeah. want to play games. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope that's what Death Stranding's gimmick is. Oh my uh, god, it's gonna be something like that. I would fucking die. God damn. Uh, Robbie, you playing uh, Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah. So uh, I've been playing a little bit of Mortal Kombat. I haven't played too much because, as we spoke about before, this weekend was pretty busy with the game of life. But I played MK11 on the flight back um, because I got it on the Switch. And it looks pretty trash on the Switch. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But... It runs well, which I think is more important for a fighting game. Um, 
it stayed like at a rock solid 60 frames in all the fights. Didn't have any performance issues. Uh, I wish it looked better, but the cutscenes look good. And I was actually playing the story mode because I think NetherRealm story modes are all pretty great, especially for a defining game genre. Because I think they're the only company putting actual effort behind their story mode. Um, like if you com- compare any of NetherRealm's output to like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite or like Street Fighter V. Those all have story modes, but they're all trash compared to like Injustice's story or MKX's story. Um, <clears throat> Yo, I'm and I'm looking only, at like, gameplay right now, Robert. This does not yeah. look bad. For the Switch? For the Switch. Yeah, wait till you see it on an actual Switch, though. That's I'm watching a, someone holding a camera at their Switch on their bed. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It just doesn't look that bad. Like, I was expecting very bad, but... I was, it's uh, not like polygonal, you know. It's not like potato yeah. quality, but I guess that is what I was expecting. But it is a massive it, downgrade from, and maybe well, it's because the yeah. main consoles look so good. Yeah, but it's a trade-off I think I'm willing to make um, for the portability. But what's really fucking me up with MK11 um, versus MKX, which I got, I was super into MKX, and I think I I was decent at it. Um, but I'm so bad at MK11, and it's because all of the combos the strings and the special moves, the button inputs are reversed because I'm still used to playing with like <clears throat> a B X Y in the positions that they're supposed to be in. So when I read like the move list um, from Nintendo, everything's reversed and I can't get anything off because I'm having to rewire my brain to use like the, the X and Y and a and B buttons in a reverse position on the switch. So and I fucking were, hate if, it. If you got MK 10 on PS4, you wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, but I don't know, man. The Andrew, Xbox is just a more comfortable controller, and it has a better D-pad. I have a million questions about Mortal Kombat, but I need to get one to Andrew before I forget, Robbie. Go for it. Andrew, what do you call the pink shape on the DualShock 4? The pink shape? The square? All right. All right. That's the right answer. You, you, have you heard of these fucking uncultured swines out there that say box? Like X circle triangle box. Oh, I say short rectangle. (laughs) Who calls it box? That would be like, oh, uh, you know, don't press triangle, play box or press box boy on your DualShock Four. Yeah, no, I mean I've heard so many people say that, and it's always the most infuriating thing. But I'm sorry, Robert. Mortal Kombat 11. So it doesn't. It looks. It looks like a PS3 game. Uh, I think that's fair. It looks like Mortal Kombat 9 on the Switch. Yeah. So, I mean, besides, I mean, I know you only played it a little bit, but immediately when you started it, what does that menu look like, and how many uh, game modes are there? Like, did you go straight for the story? Yeah, I went straight for the story. Um, There are, it seems like there are quite a few game modes, and the menu's pretty expansive. The UI is fine. I have no no problems with that. Um, But it feels like this game is constantly it it almost feels like it shouldn't be on the switch because of how much it wants you to connect to the warner brothers servers because the first thing that happens when you boot up the game is it tells you hey you're not connected to the internet like enter your wi-fi password right now and i have to like exit out of all the switch menus just to get to the story mode and then like gives me another warning when i try to start story mode saying like hey you're not going to be able to progress and unlock shit until you connect to the internet again like, my, my story progress is saved, but I don't get any of, like, the costumes or any of the currency or any of, like, the meta progression 
um, when I'm playing offline. Like, that all just comes back uh, retroactively when I connect to the internet again. And that kind of sucks. I'm not a not a big fan of how hard they're pushing the always online features of this game. It's kind of interesting that we live now in a... You know, because before... <clears throat> It was like, this is the Wii version, and it's clearly different. This is the DS version, and it's clearly different. And obviously, yeah. the Switch is closer to a fucking modern uh, console. So you 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 can just on, honestly just you know downgrade the, the port and, and make it work. Yeah. But I wonder if that would have been beneficial here. Um, and I guess, like, you know, keep one fucking skew makes it easier and, and, and all that jazz. But um, Or even, like, a cheaper version, again, which is a bad business idea, but... You know, a thirty dollars version where you just get like arcade mode or some shit. Yeah. Oh no, I they're they're hungry for those microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, from uh, it, it sounds like they're a problem outside of like the you know the big tweets that were going around. I I, I dug a little deeper and um, it still sounds like people who are who are reviewing it and then played it uh, have it as a problem. Yeah. But it's definitely not as fucking cancerous as I think uh, the internet was trying to make it seem at first. At least it seems to be all cosmetic but apparently it's blatantly like advertising all over the game in a very obtuse way oh yeah i think it is mainly cosmetic but it's obnoxious how much this game is trying to push you to buy those things and just the fact that it forces you to connect online like i can't even play story mode seamlessly without it constantly reminding me like connect to the internet that's a bummer yeah um gameplay wise though i think that they made some smart changes uh, I do think this game plays a little bit slower than MKX, uh, because there's no, there's no dash feature anymore. Whereas in MKX, you could distance yourself. And I think the same with Injustice too. It was really easy to distance yourself, um, from your opponent. And you had like stage wide moves, like the, in Injustice specifically, you could like knock your opponent back and they would bounce up against the edge of the, the screen. And then you combo into that. Um, I haven't seen anything like that in this game, and I'm I'm sure there are reasons behind it, but it feels a little less dynamic than MKX did. Um, but I do think that the changes they made to like the meter are interesting. How you have two offensive meters and two defensive meter burns you can do now, so it feels a little more tactical than the previous games. And I really like what they did with the. Um, the big X-ray special moves in this, like all of NetherRealm's games have had it, um, but in, you, it was just kind of a, when you built up enough meter, you could just burn it whenever and get like 30% damage with a really cool cinematic if you land the attack on your opponent. Now they have what's called a fatal blow and you can only, you don't burn any meter to do these attacks, but when you get below, I think 30% health is when that attack just activates and you can only use it once per match. Um, so it creates a really, like, it makes the end of every fight really tense when you know that someone's fatal, uh, fatal blow is active and they can use it at any time. And it kind of makes you a little bit more hesitant just to like run up and start smacking them, trying to get them, trying to whittle them down, uh, as fast as possible. So now do you regret buying this on Switch? Um, I think now that I'm not traveling anytime soon. I would have preferred to have it on a main console just because I'm a sucker for graphical fidelity and I really want to see those fatalities in like in 4K. Um, so yeah, I think I would have preferred just to wait until travel was over and buy it on the PS4. 
Damn. I mean, I w- I'm not saying I was, like, I'm surprised that it's like that, but I don't know. I, I think, like, even when they can make these games work on Switch, it's always, like, there's such a trade-off. Yeah. Where it's, like, I don't know. I miss, and, and it's hard because, of, like, the amount of money it costs for these games, but I miss the days of, like, the PSP and the DS when it was, like, oh, instead of porting Mortal Kombat 11 to Switch, we're going to make, like, Mortal Kombat Switch. Yeah. And, like, make games just for the Switch, like, special games that obviously cost less to produce, but, you know, considering how well the Switch is selling, would maybe make their money back, I would think. I think with the Switch, it's also interesting that we haven't seen anyone that I can think of, at least, uh, consider putting out two versions of the game... Um, which is, again, a bad idea and antithetical to the Switch. Again, horrible things. But if you want to position like with Mortal Kombat, like I said, like an arcade version of it that is very limited and maybe uh, only lets you buy DLC characters, if that, like, yeah, you know, something something that is tailored to that experience of, um, you know, not being connected all the time and being docked. But, again, these are bad ideas. These are like baby fucking gamer uh you know, crying, whining, but, um, I think I would, I would definitely buy the game if there was like that kind of option, just cause I know what I'm going to get out of that game. And it's not, you know, I'm not going to fucking play that much of it on handheld. Originally I thought I, I thought it sounded like a great idea, but, um, and it still kind of does, but like even on a, I don't know. I just realized I can't game on flights as much as I'd like. So, well, I think, yeah. Also the problem for me is I already have smash on the switch right. and it's, that, that's just, it's just a better game. And it fits better uh, in portable mode, I think. Uh, and yeah. it just, like, Smash also just looks great. All of Nintendo's first-party games on the Switch look amazing. Uh, <coughs> but Yeah, they do. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that... How many other games have we had that released on the Switch uh, at the same time as their um, main console counterparts? There must have been a couple, right? But I know what you're talking about, right? With, like, Wolfenstein and shit, you know, coming out. Uh, uh, we'll just acknowledge that Robert coughed because I don't think Andrew's going to edit that out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's, it, I don't mean to embarrass you. I just mean to save Andrew some time. Um, like, with, you know, with Wolfenstein and uh, what else? There was a couple other ones, right, that came Doom. later. Doom, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just fucking Bethesda. Um, but... Uh, I, I get what you're saying. There must have been something else, right? Some other third party. Like, I'm sure the... Oh, the FIFAs and shit, you know? Yeah. Those oh, for sure. Starlink. 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 Yeah. Uh, we're getting... I'm still not sure that game came out. Are you guys sure? <laughs> well, they switched all of the future, like, all of the content they had planned for figures. Mm-hmm. They scrapped it and are making it downloadable content instead. Yeah, it's wow. a smart call. Toys to Life is kind of a dead genre. Dude, they could have just called me and I would have told them that. <laughs> like, honestly, like, what a fucking dumb fucking idea and decision. Like, I'm telling you, that thing got too far in development. And, like, by the yeah. time it was, like, Toys to Life was dying, they were probably, like, well. That's yeah. definitely what happened. It's already too far along. And I, I think, honestly, they probably did better than they forecasted with it by partnering with that Star Fox stuff. Yeah. I do yeah. really want – I know True. you can get the Switch version with the R-Wing – uh, pretty cheap these days, and I kind of want to get it just for that R-Wing figure, because I think that looks dope as fuck. Do you think they're going to put that Starlink R-Wing in the Nintendo store, Andrew? 
Oh, in, you mean in the amiibo case? Yeah, in the amiibo case. <laughs> nah, not at all. Wait, is there like an amiibo case with like dead amiibos or something? No, it's every, every single amiibo, amiibo oh, including wow. Japanese-only amiibos. Like it's actually really, really fucking cool. I in still, fact, I still can't. It gets so embarrassed telling people that that was a highlight of my week in New York. <laughs> oh, I love that display. It's got the like. There is a box boy amiibo, and it's exclusive to Japan. Oof. And it's on display there. Um. I'm going to do, like, a, a Jewel Thief-style heist. You know, like, where I cut a circle in the amiibo glass and have to, like, pull it out. And you leave all the money in the registers, though. <laughs> I imagine Nintendo Store doesn't have much money in the register. Not enough to warrant skimping out on dedication to that yeah, Box you're, you're Boy amiibo. More, you're getting more money out of those amiibos, for sure. Oh, yeah. That That's Box Boy true. amiibo definitely goes for at least an easy $21 on eBay. <laughs> Um, you know, speaking of Bethesda, though, while we're on that, is uh, I'm pretty sure that the uh, Wolfenstein DLC and Doom Eternal are like planned to launch day and day, like day oh, and day. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds right. Which is kind of neat. Like, shout out to Bethesda for fucking showing up. Yeah, that's some um, dude. I'm telling you, Doom guy is gonna be in Smash Bros. Uh, I just want to say real quick that I was incredibly fucking wrong. Uh, and the Box Boy Amiibo is going for about four hundred and ninety something dollars. Now that's a heist worth heisting. Yeah, I. I mean, even if you get prison time, you still come out on top. Oh, it's it's yeah. such a nice Amiibo. Well, such is life. I wish I had Full. more Amiibos. You want to talk about uh, the news? 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 Yeah, we're talking about fighting games on Switch. Let's talk about fighting in real life and on the internet with this uh, great movie trailer that yeah, came out this week. My favorite fighting game, Twitter. Yeah, fucking the Sonic movie, boys. Jim Carrey, <laughs> his back must hurt because he's trying his darnest to carry this movie <laughs> to success. You know what my girlfriend said today? Um, the love of my life. Uh, she is so funny, and she said that when she was scrolling through Twitter and saw a screenshot of Sonic... She thought it was Thing 1 or Thing 2 from the Jim Carrey <laughs> Cat in the Hat movie. Fuck. Or not Jim Carrey. Uh, uh, the, what's the... Michael Myers. Michael yeah. Myers. Um, and I was like, fuck, dude. That is too too real. And then she's like, no, like, trust me. Look it up. And I was like, no, I don't want to see it. I know. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's, that shit's nightmare fuels for, for a whole decade after I saw that movie. Wow, I'm looking at those Thing 1 and Thing 2. Fuck. Oh, yeah, God. they're fucking well, I gross. Mean, do you remember the monkey from Jumanji? Like... Yeah, that it shit looks, was not good, too. It looks like Sonic. Yeah, Sonic... I mean, look, we all knew that, like... Sonic, bad property, of course, was gonna have a bad movie, right? Like, someone can defend Sonic, but, like, Sonic's batting average, never good. Like, if Sonic's on the baseball in the major leagues, Sonic's fucking on the bench, alright? He's not reliable. Yeah, that's just Rusty's real deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but, like, I didn't think i knew the movie was probably gonna be this maybe not this bad i didn't think it was gonna be like fucking minions fucking cringy but the the actual design of sonic is ungodly bad and i'm not just dunking on this movie because it's fun and easy to dunk on things i think they should be fucking someone needs to get fired whole well maybe not that that that's too mean too but you know what i'm trying to say it looks so bad and it didn't have to look that bad. I don't know why they're trying to make him look look like a little boy. Yeah. And he has the <clears> voice <throat> of an of a grown man. 
Like, the, Pikachu pulled it off because it actually is, like, an adorable little thing that looks good. But Sonic, like, that shit, you see that on the... You see a Pikachu on the wild from Detective Pikachu? Best of your life. You see Sonic on the wild? You shoot, shoot it. Shoot it. You shoot it. Why? Like, why? why is that not the movie? Like, fucking get Jason Statham in that movie. And the movie is him hunting down Sonic and killing him. I don't know why they didn't just get uh, <clears throat> Roger Craig Smith to voice Sonic again. Oh, seriously. I mean, that's even... There was someone else that that happened... I can't remember. But something else like that where I was just like, someone already does this right and you could get them. Yeah. I'm sure Robert Cra- Roger Craig Smith will say yes to a movie. Oh, Thank yeah. God he didn't. Now, I mean, in retrospect, I'm sure he's fucking feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but holy shit. Yikes. Dude, there's so many fan edits too that make the character look instantly better. Like that's you know so much time you know what, to course correct. Those fan edits, you know what they're trying to do? They're just trying to make him look like Sonic. Yeah. Which is all people wanted. Yeah. God. Andrew, oh, what's your girlfriend think of this trailer? Oh, it, it, I I don't even know what to think. Like, part of me's like, are they in on it? Do they know? No, there's no uh, self awareness no, in this film. No, they 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 thought this, they thought this Sonic was it. And you know how we perfected him. Yeah, slam dunk. (laughs) And I mean, look at the, like, edgy Sonic, the official Sonic Twitter account, which is edgy and doesn't shy away from, like, the self-roasts. Yeah. Look at how it's behaving right now. It's just retweeting the trailers. Yeah. And it's not saying anything, which means, like, they they fucking got, they got all the way to the top with that fucking trailer then. (laughs) All the way to the top, the Sonic Twitter account. I want to mean too though. that they were just like, oh, our design is so close to being perfect. What else do we need? And then some executive is just like, give him human teeth. Like, the fan edit where it's like they made him look cartoonish a little bit. Like, they just tweaked it ever so slightly and it looks decent. He's so tall. Why do his legs look like that? I don't like it. Yeah, nothing about it is appealing. Ugh. He's, why were they so scared to make him small? Like, hedgehogs are the tiniest fucking things in the world. And Sonic, in every iteration, basically, has been about human knee thigh height. Right? Like, why is he chest height now? It's so fucked up. I, I hate it. It looks why does so... He have teeth? Also, it's... why is he, like, a being hunted by the government? And, like... I mean, I understand Dr. Robotnik. And his well, mean Dr. bean Robotnik machine. Dr. Robotnik works for the fucking Yeah, US he's government. part of the government now. The plot of this movie, if I, from what I gathered in the trailer, Sonic just appears, I guess. Or Son- I mean, look, Sonic's been living in the woods. He's got shoes everywhere. He's got music. And one day he finally puts a pair of shoes on. He stretches all fucking sexy on that road. Puts on some Nikes. And then he runs. And then something, he somehow explodes. And then the government's like, the Pentagon, I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm, I'm talking to you through it. The Pentagon is like, there's been an explosion. We need to investigate. I think we need an expert on this one. And then they're like, oh, you don't mean him. And then they're like, yes. And then there's a 20-minute fucking monologue from Jim Carrey yelling at a fucking ge- military general. And then the chase begins, you know? God, what the fuck? I, I try really hard not to just... Which you might not believe this, listeners. But I try really hard not to just shit on things for the sake of them. Because I'm not even being funny right now. You know? 
There's no gag here. There's no fun here. It's just anger. It's just disappointment. And I don't even care about the character, you know? But I just don't understand, like, because this isn't even meh. This is, like, actively bad. And forget the movie. It's just, like, the design alone. It's like, what's going on here, boys? The sheer existence of this thing is offensive. So many people worked on this movie. And I'm sure once they got to the post-production, they're like, well, fuck, we're stuck here. Like, we can't do anything. But... From the beginning, who drew that first sketch and who said, that's it? <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're done here. Yeah. Fucking pack it, pack it pack up. Pack it up, boys. Like, we honestly, <laughs> I feel like they could have just shown, they could have shown, I haven't seen anyone defend the look. So I don't know how they showed it to anyone that wasn't fucking off put by it immediately. Yeah. Now, here's the worst part about this is that it's coming out literally on the heels of detective pikachu which everyone is super positive on because it it feels like they nailed it you know like even sega dude writing nintendo's coattails till the day they fucking die uh speaking of sega i felt i thought it was weird that this like you know they're getting roasted even though it's paramount like i'm pretty sure somebody asked sega about uh like what do you like? Tried to ask them questions about the Sonic movie, and they're like, "We're not involved at all." Talk to that's that's 100% what, what's going on, right? But supposedly, like Sega had a I don't know if it was an investors meeting or or what it was, but they were like, "Yep, uh, we've been fucking up, and we're gonna refocus our strategy on like our making games for our core like uh, unique IP, and we're bringing more Sonic games to Mania. PC." Sonic Mania, right? That's a great first step. Yeah, and then they made that 3D Sonic game. Which 3D Sonic oh, has it has oh. it ever been good? Question no, mark. Probably, but I mean, it's questionable. Oh on my if 2D god, Sonic I forgot how bad that one was. Like that that game was maybe one of the last games to get really fucking dunked on. Like that game got memed to the ground. Damn, Sonic yeah. man, maybe it's time to say goodbye. I can't wait to see Sega's live-action adaptation of Yakuza now. Like, I hope they make uh, the Dragon of Dojima look like uh, the Sonic 2. <laughs> dude, give them, give that property to... Uh, what's the guy that directs John Wick? Uh... Oh, Chad Stileski. Yeah. Imagine John Wick, a John Wick fucking take on the Yakuza movies. Oh, yeah. Because John Wick knows how to be funny, too, and the Yakuza movies need that. Oh, yeah. That'd be fucking great. God, I'd watch a Yakuza movie in a fucking heartbeat. I'll tell you what. Andrew, what's your number one video game movie that hasn't been made before and you can't say Animal Crossing because that'd be a bad choice? Uh, there is an Animal Crossing movie. Yeah, but it's animated. So that, I guess, Doesn't count. I, yeah. Live action. Um, live action. I, um... I'll throw some easy softballs out there. Splinter Cell might make a fun one. It's basically Mission Impossible, but, you know, I, I, I just I think Sam Fisher would be a fun... Uh, I want to see those goggles. Do you remember when Tom Hardy was supposed to play Sam Fisher? No. I didn't even know that was in the, oh, yeah. In the books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a Splinter Cell movie in production. Oh, wow. Bioshock 2 had a movie in production. Oh, yep. I'm glad that one didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of wanted it to. If, if we're going, if if I'm going to, you know, jump in line and give my, uh, my two cents, I think that the Gore Verbinski Bioshock film that was slated oh, to happen that's the sounds director. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. If Hell you yeah. Aware. Yeah, that's that's the right director you give it to, but like that one just seems too good. Like there's certain things that I think are too powerful, you know, like 
Like that's why I don't think we need a Last of Us movie, Uncharted, fucking God of War. Like I mean, there's Uncharted's some... already a movie. Well, you know, but an actual like we don't need to see someone do Nathan Drake on screen. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna get it though. I know we're gonna get it, but like remember people were saying Tom Holland for a while. Um, but I don't, you know, whatever. But I don't know, you know, like ah, there's something about like I'm sure there's more like, you know, like Halo definitely should not be like you know there's some things that I feel are. I can't even imagine them working. They're too big I think you, to work you can right, make it, you can and they're make too a Halo good. Movie. The bar's too high. I feel though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like a franchise that popular. Yeah, like there's no way you do that movie right. I th- I'd be interested to see Peter Jackson's take on Halo. I still wish that could have happened. Or Neil Blomkamp's. Yeah. Um, to know Neil Blomkamp, like you know, and thankfully when Halo fell out, we got District Nine. District Nine is fucking great. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, now, aren't we getting uh, a? a hypothetically a fucking uh jordan v roberts metal gear oh yeah yeah that's still in production so like if that happens i mean that's another property i would have said no to but now that i know how crazy that guy is i'm kind of like maybe i'm into it dude i'm at least gonna see it now i'm telling you and you guys don't might not know because you don't know the battle network (laughs) premise inside and out but i think battle network would be a great fucking movie like if especially takes place in 2019 your net navi lives in your cell phone. Your cell phone is your PET device you use to jack into the net. Can I can I counter this? Give it to me. No t- no no movie, but a great TV show. Like you you put it in like the the, the hands of like CW, oh, someone yeah. who understands teen drama. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Yes. Yeah, like teen I love this. teen oh anime drama. Yes, add with- sex. Yeah, you add sex, and you have then, like, uh, a nice little, like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon moment, you know, in every episode. Oh, Which, yeah. G- like give me, battle. like, battle Mega Man Battle Network, the TV show, cross Sabrina. So cross do, you guys, do you guys like DC's Titans? I haven't uh, watched that. I haven't watched that. It looks bad, no? Dude, no, that's, that's the CW vibe y'all are going for. No, you you gotta watch Sabrina. I started watching Sabrina. My third eye's open. Um, you gotta watch Titans, dude. They added sex and violence to uh, Teen Titans. The first purchase I'm gonna make when I have a a big boy job, which I hope update for everyone. I got a job, so I'll be more happy on the show now, uh, theoretically. But I want to get. I've been me. It's been in my fucking Amazon cart like wishlist forever. Uh, the Teen Titan Blu-ray box set of the original show. Is that the one that comes in the T Tower? disc case oh i haven't seen that one but no it's just a regular fucking okay. blu-ray case but uh i mean that shit was just too good and that's why i think there's a titans i don't know if anyone's gonna do it right i would have fucking honestly said like the people doing the flash but yeah the cw people yeah that's i know but i'm saying like this show this ain't it watch the show i don't know i saw the trailer and it was pretty upset i mean the trailer's trash but the kick-ass trailer was trash too but uh, that movie's okay great checkmate brother <laughs> Andrew? Yeah, what's up? Well, I want to get to the last news story. Can we, can we play a, a quick game? Quick yeah. Gone Gold game? Yeah, what is it? Okay, the game is... Is Randy Pitchford mad? Oh, he's so mad. He's so mad. You guys no, let me... <laughs> Real no, please. quick. Please. While we're talking about Randy Pitchford. It's easy to dunk on this man. Is and it? I've been, I've been, and especially when he's out here tweeting, I can't believe you guys fucked me like that about Game Informer. I 
I kind of, in this situation, understand what... Shut the fuck up. I can't believe you're going to go on another uh, the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars apologies. guy. Yeah. So I'm I not know. apologizing, but he said, and because I, I, I pulled up the quote. I saw the quote too. In the quote, he uh, he says that they're going to, similar to Borderlands 2, they're going to have story and cosmetic DLC, but not, quote unquote, none of that free-to-play bullshit. No loot that's, boxes and no... That's not the quote. Wait, so then I have the wrong quote here. Did he say there well, would be no microtransactions? That is a... He said that. I'm He's, trying to pull it up right now. It's going to take me a second. Because I have to dig through all the fucking replies. <laughs> yeah. But, but dude, if he said no microtransactions, then yeah, that's bullshit and it's on him. So I quote. guess we consider like a, a cosmetic DLC like a microtransaction? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, any uh, that's a, a transaction in a microscopic way. Yeah. Here, here's the quote. Quote, we're going to do some kick-ass campaign DLC, and I'm sure we're going to do all kinds of fun customization with heads and skins, but we're not doing any of that free-to-play junk. There isn't going to be any microtransactions. There's not going to be any of that nonsense. End quote. And his response to someone bringing up the actual quote was this message is clear to anyone who can respect context of prior franchise games. Also punctuation here was not spoken and also contributes to interpretation. Game informer knows the context and could have chosen to help clarify the truth, but instead choice to chose to paint me a liar. Basically learn to read. Yeah. Then I guess, I mean, no, defend him, bro. Defend no, him. No, I mean, love, I mean, you love if, apologizing for these fucking. I'm just gonna say CEOs. the the fuck the the fuck the Oscar guy was. I think I still stand by that he was cool, <laughs> Joseph Forrest. <laughs> okay, all right, but I mean, okay, so Randy Pitchford announces Borderlands Three. Let's start there. Uh, they had the event on May first, and they had a live stream. And I didn't catch it, but I went back and watched the gameplay review, and I scrubbed through uh, their presentation, like their presentation where they like did a live demo kind of thing. Um, and you know, it's charm. You got you still got that cel shaded charm, and uh, uh, I guess fucking if you like that dialogue, it's there. But the game does not look good. Oh, it see, does not I th- look bad. I think it looks great. I mean, dude, like if you look closely, like. The, the the textures, yeah, they're so shaded and they kind of work in a timeless way. But you look at the gra- like the explosions and stuff that aren't so shaded. Like, it, uh, I don't know. See, I like the way Borderlands looks, and I also. But think, can like, we admit th- that it does not look good? Like it does not look like it looks old. I don't know that it looks old. I think it looks. Fine. It looks like Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch. I don't think so. But it's cool. Like the in the thing, like outside of the graphics. They announced, like, a whole bunch of cool stuff. Like, you're going to have a ship that you can customize and, like, display your guns on your ship. And, like, so you have, like, a museum of the guns you found. They said there's, quote, a bazillion guns in the game. Yeah, they always say shit like that. Guns with legs. There is guns with legs that run at other the enemies and then blow up. Yeah. I think this game looks fun. I don't think, like, nothing really looks revolutionary about it. Um, but I'm down for a, a nice looter shooter that's not the division or anthem yeah like i'm excited for a game like because there's been no borderlands game that isn't 
a fucking a service yeah right um and they just like there's a list i'm looking at this this message board post and it lists out a bunch of like the cool new things they've announced um you know things like that ship that you can like uh display shit or like if you hunt and kill animals in the open world you can like bring them back and display them as trophies in your ship which i kind of like and then it just goes into like a whole bunch of the shit that you can customize on guns and the different skills per characters because like borderlands had a pretty deep skill system i think in terms of like your skill trees across all the different characters like each character had like three or four different skill trees you could customize yeah I think, uh, <clears throat> here's my question. Are, are you guys going to buy this on the Epic Store? Or are you going to wait for the six months to be up and then just buy it on Steam like a normal the, person? There's no absolute way I'm buying this game day one. Um, I mean, my prediction is that this game's going to probably end up being Days Gone, Crackdown 3 er, er, uh, area, you know? Yeah, like but 6, 7 I, out of 10. Yeah, and, I, and you know, prove me fucking wrong. I want to be wrong about these kind of things, but... Um, and what you're saying, uh, I'm into like the fucking basically Metal Gear Solid mother base. Um, but I just can't get behind the fucking tone and aesthetic for some reason. So it's a little cringy to me. No, Reminds I, me I of, that. uh, what's the game? Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Um, but maybe not as good. Yeah. I thought you loved Scott Pilgrim. I love Scott Pilgrim, bro. But yeah. I mean, are you, what about you, Andrew? Is this a day one per, I mean, you're not dumb, so, I mean, you wouldn't say that this early, but how are you feeling? I mean, honestly, like, like I said, I like Borderlands. The thing I don't find all that appealing is, like, the humor and the, you know, certain elements of the story. But there are interesting things in there. Like, I th- always thought Handsome Jack was, like, an interesting character. Um, so, like, if it's if it comes out and it's, like, a 9 out of 10 game, to put it, like, you know, to boil it down to that simplistic measurement then yeah i i would maybe get in on it day one but yeah. otherwise like i'll pro like this is coming out this fall i'm sure there's gonna be a shit ton of other games i think it comes out in september uh which is when animal crossing is gonna come out so i'll definitely be waiting most likely hmm. so so then a uh, game informer puts out a sick tweet um which look to randy's credit yes this is the game in the era of the internet clickbait is what wins but this is you know as far as clickbait goes pretty responsible clickbait i guess like you know i've, I've seen much worse and that you know it's not lying but the the quote the tweet is despite gearbox ceo randy pitchford's comment about no microtransactions in borderlands 3 during today's live stream we've been told cosmetic <clears throat> items are still purchasable so if someone heard the quote i said earlier on stage and then, uh, you know, later they find out that there are microtransactions. This is uh, an article that checks out, or a headline or a fucking tweet that checks out, right? Um, and look, I get where Randy's coming from. He's he's coming from the, the, the clickbait thing, right? Where, um, like I said, it's it, this is our culture now. But, I mean, it says cosmetic items are still purchasable. You know, like, it's it's very transparent and clear. They're not... No, yeah. I, I, yeah, I... I like, I think he's arguing the logistics of this. He's arguing the semantics of it. Yeah. I I think, like, you know, and that's why I said before, like, I I see where he's coming from to an extent, but, like, also what he said, and after you read the full quote, like, I mean, if there is, like, I'm looking at the PlayStation Store, 
at the Borderlands 2 DLC. And there's a shit ton of cosmetic DLC available for purchase at 99 cents a piece. Which to me seems like the modern, quote unquote, what we would consider a microtransaction. That is a microtransaction. Yeah. By definition. So I think like, maybe, like, I guess, whatever, in some world he considers that just DLC. Like, if he's talking about the story expansions, the story DLC... I think it's fair. But when he starts saying, like, we're going to have these little cosmetic microtransactions, like, basically that, like, I think calling it DLC and then arguing the semantics of it's not microtransactions is, like, I don't know. Is that the hill you want to fucking die on? Yeah. And he tweeted also, I think the best uh, the best tweet is, uh, uh, come, so his first reply is, come on, guys, shitty clickbait headline. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear that we're going to have cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes kind of stuff not being in the game. And then he replies to his own tweet before the guy even replies. Why you, why, why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond <laughs> me. Thanks a lot. Um, and the, the hilarious thing is we would not be talking about Randy Pitchford or the microtransactions at all if he just wasn't so fucking dumb. If you just didn't engage with it. Because, like, I think yeah. this, this was expected by everyone. Like, games today just have microtransactions. Yeah, no one would have been... This would have not been a... Like, sure, it was technically a headline, because GameFormer made it a headline. But it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> now this is going to get talked about on every podcast tomorrow, because Randy Pitchford couldn't fucking keep it cool. And if we look back to, like, even two, three weeks ago, with, like, the Mortal Kombat 11 shit, right? Like, people were saying, like, on Reddit... Uh, all this math and and, and, and and apparently it was not accurate or good math or math that understood like the rules by which Mortal Kombat 11's bullshit was operating. Um, but Ed Boon just got just did one tweet, very funny, and was like, uh, "Yeah, this isn't right. This isn't true. Uh, here's the truth." Laughing emoji. Yeah, yeah. You and know, I, like I, there's just different ways to handle it. Yeah, and I mean he's since made a 17 tweet or 18 tweet. <laughs> Oh like explanation and he he's actually seems you know like he's on he's being rational in there but like the thing that is i think he hurt himself the most is he had a good message he was trying to say that they weren't going like down the road of like what modern free-to-play and modern triple-a games are yeah, like, it's not games right. as a service yeah like the, right. it's gonna be the borderlands experience you love there's gonna be like some cosmetic skins you can buy like, it's just normal Borderlands. And he even says that here. But he undermined that by, like, arguing the little details of it. And in in the live stream present... I'm actually not sure if this segment was live stream. But during the, uh, like, Q&A with the audience or whatever, like, he talks a lot about, like, how this is going to be, like, a game with split screen or online. Like, depending on what way you want to play with your friends. It's going to have, like all of this content that you won't need to pay extra for. It's not a games as a service. Like, he goes into the details of why, like, Borderlands isn't changing for the worse to, like, adapt to that model. Mm-hmm. And then just completely, like, this undermines that. Like, him arguing with Game Informer, now this is the only thing that get headlines, and then everyone's like, wow, Randy Pitchford lied about microtransactions in Borderlands 3, and now, like, he fucked, like, that fucked it all up. Yeah, and I just feel so bad for, like, anyone else who is excited to show off this game that they've been working on and more and because borderland is not shaking the world up like this is the headline 
Yeah. Like, maybe not for long, and maybe I'm being, you know, this just happened a couple hours ago, so I'm hot on it. But, like, fuck, dude. Like, what a fucking, like, imagine this is your boss. And I'm sure there's people there that like him and stuff, but it's got to feel shitty to, like, have this guy, like, totally put his foot in his mouth all the time. Or his fucking flash drive in a medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, god damn. And, like, and, you think he would have learned his lesson by now, right? You like separate, separate, separate situations for sure. Totally unrelated, but you know, like maybe like understanding how the how fucking Twitter works. He just needs and, a fucking PR person. Yeah, man. Or or just send each tweet to Ed Boone and have him screen him. Yeah. He'll say no to ninety nine percent of them, but that's what makes you a good CEO. Also, he just needs to put more laughing emojis in his tweets, so it, he doesn't come off as like so self serious. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer. But hey, we talked about Borderlands 3, so he wins. Yep. All press yeah. is good press. Ain't that the fucking truth? Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to head over to Rusty's Real Deal Baseball's yeah, shop. That's a haggle. Uh, I, for a moment there, I, I reached over into my drawer while we were recording this podcast and pulled out my 3DS. So that I could plug it in and download Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. I've also, uh, as Elmer mentioned before, I don't want to make any promises, but y- you, you've you sparked a knowledge in me. And I've started thinking about some of the 3DS eShop games I know about that were never talked about that I want to I, I bring I, to this I, show. I cannot overemphasize how happy that would make me. Um, and, 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 and I know for a fact that this is the kind of shit Cassidy would love to. So please, please give us more. The only unfortunate thing is I don't know how many of them are as uh, depressing and odd as Rusty's Real Deal Baseball, but we'll dive down the rabbit hole. We'll see what's going on. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Gone Gold or Gone Kid as it is when Cassidy and Sam, (laughs) the adults of the show, disappear. Uh, If you want to follow Sam, who's, you know, gallivanting around japan with his lovely parents you could follow him at sam period in period japan on instagram you can follow cassidy sergeant at sergeant cass literally everywhere he's he's gallivanting across the u.s right now having a grand old time uh, if you want to follow me you can follow me at street super if you want to follow the show you can follow me at or follow us at awk pause on twitter keep up with the regular show listen to all that if you want to follow Elmer Gordado, where can they find you? You can find me on the... I'm sorry, my mic was down. I'll start over. You can find me on the internet at Elmer Does on Twitter. Um, And uh, please, 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 please be good to the people in your life that matter. If you want to follow Robert Mackey on Twitter, where can they find you? Follow me uh, at Robert Jr. Jr. Remember to buy Oculus Quest. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, whatever it takes, 